Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For today's episode, we're talking, I think, a little bit quieter than normal. <laughs> I'm trying to talk normally. Um, but we'll get to that with our weekly spotlight. This episode is going to be a recent favorites episode where we just thought about some random things in Different our life. categories, and we wanted to share them with you guys. Um, anyways, exciting life update that we saw a couple people guessing in our most recent podcast episode. We got a dog. Specifically, Sierra got yeah. a dog. Which basically just means I'm the one primarily taking care of it and then being financially responsible yeah. for it. I'm uh, just here to be the cool aunt. But Megan's helping out, which has been nice. So we'll talk about that a little bit for sure. And then we also have a video coming out um, after this, actually. Mm-hmm. So you guys will get like the inside scoop beforehand. I will have probably posted on Instagram that I got a dog, but you guys will get some more details. Anyway, back to what we were saying at the beginning. He's currently napping right now. And so we're trying to navigate best time for us to podcast. And so if there's multiple cuts in this episode, that's probably because of him. Um, but right now he's napping. So we figured we would jump over here and see what we could record anyway um weekly spotlight do you have a weekly spotlight aside from dog or maybe that's Um, not your spotlight i i feel like i would say getting vegas was the weekly spotlight i mean we had like our birthday this past week as well what about football um football's back i already i mean and i had like a content section of recent phase which i'm like does that count but i'm like in terms of something to watch on tv like i included it too it's on now so iowa football is back obviously like college football in general is back the nfl is starting soon as well i love football i'm a huge football fan i primarily care about college football but i do actually watch quite a bit of the nfl now too just because like it's on Basically, so often anytime megan can turn the tv on and turn football on she will mostly because like i love having background stuff going on and so like i don't want to be watching a show or something else and so that's kind of my filler background stuff but i also like looking up and seeing what's going on and paying attention to that stuff so very much looking forward to all of that yeah um so we're going to start this episode with talking a little bit about vegas i don't know if he mentioned his name yet but that's his name um getting him if how he's you, been doing <laughs> if you know us and you know how much we love elvis it is in the, indeed a name inspired by elvis so yeah mostly i don't know how you thought of like making a list of like vegas themed names i feel like it, no it's elvis themed names yeah sorry um but sierra kind of had like three or four names that were elvis inspired and kind of as a joke because like it wasn't like right before we got him no, that we were, like, back, made that list. back in february um and i have just like a normal list of dog names on my phone that's not particularly themed any which way um but sierra has like had that name stuck in her head yeah well i thought of it quite a while that was the first idea that i thought of because i think it was like i was like vegas you could do like Gracie for like Graceland. You could do Sunny for I don't remember what the reason for that was. Um, but I, like once I had Vegas, I was like, that's kind of a slick name. And so it's just like basically since February, I was like, okay, so when I get a dog, its name is going to be Vegas. And I remember one of our first episodes that we did this year was our not New Year's resolutions stuff, but our each month was going to be inspired by. A category or something to focus on um and i think that we probably like i want to say like march or april no not that soon maybe like may is when you kind of had like that was gonna be like maybe your dog month mm-hmm. um obviously it didn't happen that soon i think like 
once summer rolled around, we're kind of like, dang, we kind of have like a lot going no, on this really. summer. So we still have it's probably not like the best thing to be a dog. On. We still do have things going on that like we were kind of like, okay, we can't back out of this. But like when the litter came up, it seemed like the perfect opportunity going into fall and it still is like nice out right now to like get going on training um and even though we had other stuff that we have to like we have like a couple weekend trips luckily we have a whole bunch of family around and willing to help so that certainly is going to help us out and allow us to be like okay let's move forward um because if you're not aware um puppies cannot be boarded until they're like four months old and have all their vaccinations so we had like three different things that we were kind of like we're gonna need some help with this stuff but luckily we got that figured out obviously before we like decided to actually adopt him we wanted to make sure we had that covered so yeah we are like two days in now feels like we've had him for longer than yeah. that um but yeah we'll kind of talk about so megan saw the letter on facebook sent me the link or a picture or something and then like i kind of had that tucked in the back of my mind was looking through the litter there was one that i was like really drawn to it was like a brown and black dog and then i just like applied for it because i thought to myself you know okay just because you apply doesn't mean that you're going to like get selected for the dog maybe it won't like work out but like you can kind of get the ball rolling maybe at least meet the dog that dog ended up being like sent or adopted by another family but they said okay we still have a couple other puppies in the litter if you want to meet like any of them then you can do that so i was like okay sure whatever so then we met uh lou that was his name before we adopted him and just a really good meeting he got along pretty well with both of us a little bit shy at first but i think that's kind of normal anytime a puppy meets anyone new but still like opened up a little bit warmed up to us and we just got good vibes with him yeah so basically after so i had applied on like a sunday we met him that saturday and once we were done seeing him i think we're like okay yeah we're going to proceed with the adoption so then the following day on that Sunday, we did like a virtual home visit. And then I think on like that Tuesday or Wednesday, they're like, okay, like we're when good to go. Wanna like we want to pick him up. And so I picked him up on that Friday after work. And now which Sunday works out about as good as it possibly can for us because we have a three day weekend this weekend. And so gives us a little bit more time to get him acquainted, get us acquainted. Um, and this next work week is going to be a little interesting i'm sure because we need to like we have people who we know can come help out and check in on him outside of the lunch hour hopefully i'm primarily planning on doing that seer also can probably do that like we're kind of we have to take it play it by ear a little bit um but we also need to have some people for sure like okay if needed like can you come be the person at like 10 because ideally like we need for sure a 10 o'clock person lunch we can handle probably and then we may or may depending not need on, someone in the afternoon depending on how early one of us gets off so that's kind of we're just gonna have to figure that out and then obviously like the older he gets the less he needs to be let out to the bathroom and then also sierra may or may not look into like finding someone on rover that she gets along well with and that vegas likes also gets that along we well with. could have them come and be with him a little bit during the day so and then like once he gets to being four months old i can look into doing some sort of like doggy daycare every once in a while or like for a particular day of the week we'll kind yeah. of get there but obviously he's not old enough for that yet so until then um but yeah we've been working 
his crate is set up in our living room. If you like have seen our vlogs and stuff, we have like a blanket basket um, on the far side of our couch by our green wall. And so we moved that. It's now actually sitting right next to me in our podcast studio. And we got a big crate for him. Um, and so we're trying to, it's like a crate with a playpen attached off the end of it. So we're trying to like make that his space. That's where he's at right now. And it's just to keep him safe. Yeah. Um, and in a controlled environment, aka as we're not watching him right now, we know he's not getting at anything. Right. Um, otherwise, like when we're here watching him, which like honestly we have not yet left him alone. So like I think either today slash tomorrow we need to like one, maybe get a camera. Two, like we need to kind of test the waters to see what kind of trouble he may or may not get into when we leave because obviously then we're gonna be gone during a lot of the day when we're at work so we need to see what he's gonna get up to mm-hmm. and what we might need to adjust um he actually has been adjusting pretty well though still like the normal puppy whining and stuff the car ride's always so sad after you like get a new puppy he was good for like the first 10 minutes i was kind of like he's like not whining at all that's weird and then he was just crying, like crying, wailing, howling. Screaming. <laughs> he screams a little bit when he starts, especially crying. in the car. Like sometimes so. he'll do it just like sitting in the playpen, but like in the car, especially like he'll like start howling. So trying to for like the first couple of days we've been focusing on crate training, potty training, obviously. Um, started a little bit on some tricks and like getting him to learn his name, um, making sure he's not biting stuff that he's not supposed to be biting. Um, that's what puppies do i know that's probably like the most annoying thing right now is that he's just like, like whenever whenever you take him outside like he keeps get, getting distracted by all of the like leaves and like taller like the bushes that are in our backyard mm-hmm, the wood chips and we keep being like stop doing that and then it's i just want you to go to the bathroom um because it's like here's what's annoying about it is that we put like the collar on right now and if we have him on a leash because like i've seen you know oh when you take him outside take him out on a leash so you can like kind of control where he's going stuff and that works for, like, keeping him away from the bushes and, like, wood chips and all that stuff. But he gets so, like, he does not like the leash in the collar right now. And so sometimes he'll just, like, sit and try and, like, itch it off and, like, still won't go around the yard to try and pee or poop. And so then I'm like, okay, at this point it's almost easier to just, like, take that stuff off. So and then he might start sniffing around. The so still trying to troubleshoot some of that stuff. Obviously we're trying to still at some point get him used to his collar and leash so then that won't be an issue because we're gonna have to go on walks and stuff mm-hmm. anyways um sierra's been sleeping on the couch the past two nights too mm-hmm. i think we're trying a different game plan tonight um which might be both of us sleeping upstairs but then i might be nice and let sierra catch up on sleep and set like two hour timers to then come see if he needs to be let out um and we'll see how that goes because night one, he actually did fairly well. Like, he would whine a little bit. And again, we're trying to get him to sleep in the crate. And this is where it's, like... It's, like, also kind of a testy thing, too, of, like, I don't want him to have an accident. I want him to be successful. Right. But I also need him to, like, <clears throat> know he has to hold his bladder. And he's not going to be going outside every hour on the hour. So, mm-hmm. he'd been really, really good. He had one accident when he first got home in his crate. And then none the rest of that day, none Saturday... I was kind of like, this is almost going too well. well. It's a little suspicious. Um, and so then today, today, he went out after breakfast, and then we we're kind of like, let's see. In theory, he'd be going into his crate now, and then we'd be going to work, and then someone would be coming around ten. So it was almost ten, 
and he was wandering around at like 9 45 and then I could tell he was starting to like sniff around and like I was actively getting up because I was like we're going to the bathroom <laughs> I don't like think you he's could gonna tell. make it and he peed on the rug under our table which was not a good one yeah it's like the on. hardest rug to clean because it's honestly, like the twine material so Sierra did the best she could yeah most of our like our first floor is all wood except for like we have two rugs and so really if he pees anywhere it's not that if he pees or poops anywhere it's not that big of a deal to clean up except for the one place he actually decided to go to the bathroom the first so, time was in his crate so we were kind of pushing it but he got close and like we're also trying to like pick up on like the signs or like have him go towards the door which in his defense he did go towards the door mm-hmm. before he peed he just didn't go to the door and like wait right um and it's also hard because when we put him in like the playpen at night because that's where his crate is at it's like sometimes he just whines because he wants to get out of the I'm crate kind of wondering though what i'm thinking maybe tonight we do is like because you read that if they're in an enclosed space they don't want to pee and poop where they're sleeping i think we try and close the crate tonight and just let him howl it out <laughs> and he might howl it out but yeah that's ho- what, like, hopefully it makes it so like one eventually hopefully he calms down and he'll stop whining two it makes it so hopefully he's encouraged to wait the two-hour window mm-hmm. until I can come down and let him out. It's just like, again, I'm sure we'll get comments of people, like, you know, giving their advice and stuff, too. But, like, I've looked at stuff, and, like, there's a lot of, like, the same advice, but, like, it's also, like, the dilemma of, like, people are like, oh, like, do not close the crate door until, like, he is comfortable in there, like, on his own. You've, like, trialed it out multiple times. But then people are like, if you leave him alone, you have to put him in the crate and lock it up because otherwise he's not going to be safe. And so I'm like, well, I don't know what kind of schedule you guys think I have, but, like, I got three days and then I got to go to work. So it's, like, the mix of, like, okay, well, we have to, like, try closing the crate because we got to close it on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. But I don't want him to be, like, scared of it. So I don't know. And he he does He actually... He'll go in on his own. He'll, he does fine, but like, like he just doesn't like being in there by himself. We've mostly like in the play, playpen or the crate. He'll, he'll, he's in there right now. He's doing fine. He doesn't like to be awake by himself. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. Um, so when we have our next week in our life vlog, we'll see if we have stuff figured out. We won't probably, but anything else dog related to tell you guys about? In the process he's a of black well he looks like a black lab he's a lab mix we don't know what he's what else he's mixed mm-hmm. with it's got like a white stripe going down his chest a little bit of like white on his chin on his toes so he mostly just looks like a lab and maybe he'll grow up and look different we'll find out we will see but he's actually he's doing pretty well he is a sweet boy too he really he is. is he likes to cuddle he likes to cuddle he's met um quite a few people already and he's really just like a pretty we're trying to socialize him so i think that's the biggest update obviously if you guys want to see the vlog of us getting him and prepping for him that'll be coming up this coming weekend as you're listening to this when it comes out so there's the update we have a dog now he's still doing well so i'm pleased (laughs) as if we're 15 minutes in i know but i'm just like i expected him to wake up at this point Okay, so recent favorites. What would you like to start with? Um, so we always kind of talk with talk about books, anyways. I feel like towards the beginning we'll do our book updates and stuff, and so I feel like we can kind of do book updates slash any recent faves regarding books. Okay, for my the recent or the book I'm reading right now is Love Theoretically, and I like 
I really haven't gotten too far into it. I think I'm going to enjoy it just as much as any of Allie Hazelwood's other books. But having a dog, I've been a little bit distracted. <laughs> I also, I don't know if it's from going outside so much more with having a dog or if it's like him specifically, but my skin's been feeling worse. I don't know if you've been noticing that. Not a whole lot. Like it hasn't actively been bothering me. Like I don't know if it's like sleeping on the couch or using your comforter. I don't know. Like my skin has been driving me crazy. So it's like when I've been sleeping down here at night, I just feel so gross. And for some reason that just makes me not want to read is what I was getting at. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> I do have the cortisone 10 cream. If I already tried helps. using it, um, my, so recently, well, currently I just, just started, um, a book on my Kindle because it is on Kindle unlimited and it's called golden hour of you and me. It's by Kay Jamila. And I already had it downloaded just like as an option, um, because I had read another book of hers called mine would be you. And I gave that five stars, loved that book. And I kind of just wanted to have, like, I would have otherwise otherwise read, like, love theoretically. I just feel like I need, like, a nice, classic, simple, Quick, contemporary romance that, like, that's what I need to return to after, like, two books in a row where, like, I didn't have that. I'm like, I need that. And so, like, Seven Days in June, I was kind of like, would maybe fit the bill, but I just, like, I don't think wasn't it would for what sure. you're looking for. And so I wanted to just, like, return to a familiar author that I knew would write a book like that and I don't have any other physical options I don't believe I mean I got a seven year slip I don't know if that well fits, yeah though. I get yeah I I wasn't sure so I was just like I just want something I know like this is what I'm looking for so currently reading that I started it last night I'm only 26 pages in so I can't really speak to it but overall it's like it seems like a small town romance um Donna's returning back to like this town to deal with like some family stuff and they're selling like their family farm and then there's like um the male love interest is living with the family because he's a financial advisor and is for some reason helping he has to live there for some reason <laughs> live in financial i advisor. don't know why um i'm only 26 pages in but it, it seems like it'll be fine seems like it'll be a good solid one is it gonna be five stars i don't know isn't it so funny how like for a rom-com like obviously the nature of rom-coms is that they're like unrealistic most of this stuff does not happen in real life but like you just roll with it and you're like okay sure like yeah like the bodyguard uh for example because that's like a recent one that i think we both read it's like yeah for sure like she's the bodyguard and like it's makes total sense that they would just like pretend that she's his girlfriend mm-hmm. and like it doesn't but okay um prior to though i had read the two books that i needed to read for the video we're doing um so that'll be in a few weeks. But I read Meet Me After Midnight by K.L. Walters. And it was very much like, and it was what everyone was saying when I heard reviews from other people. It was just kind of like, you don't really need to read it. Like, it's not a bad book. It didn't put me in a book slump. I still finished it in like five days or whatever it took me. But it just really like, it didn't add anything to my life. It wasn't You're not better for amazing. It. Like, you don't need to go read it. It just was fine. And that's kind of it. So what'd you give it? Three stars? Um, three and a half. Just because, like, usually if it, if I mark a book lower than that, like, it probably started to get, like, putting me in a slump. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So take that for what you will. And then Akatar was before that. I gave that four stars. I'm honestly kind of wanting to get the second book pretty soon just to kind of see see where it goes. Um, I, before reading Love Theoretically, read A Gentleman in Moscow. That was for a book video that Megan brought up that we're doing. I gave that one four three and a half stars um again 
I really just don't know if historical fiction is for me because it kind of reminded me of All the Light We Cannot See and I know like I know those are objectively both of them are good books and you know great writing styles like you know all that good like literary stuff. stuff you know however do I like that stuff necessarily no so it's like it's three and a half it wasn't bad it was just like just kind of boring kind of boring it's like this guy living in the same hotel like because he gets put in like house arrest but he lives in a hotel um during like the russian revolution and like into the cold war i think and so it's just like him inside with like all this stuff changing outside i don't know it was just yeah for me but Okay, so then I had two books that I feel like I read recent enough where it would, like, make sense to include as, like, a recent I faves. included one. It might be the same as what one of yours is that I dusted. Yes. That was one like, I, I was looking... I don't know why that book was, like, straight up crack. <laughs> I was, like, looking, scrolling back through, and I was just, like, it just, it sticks out. And, like, I am so ready to read the second one when it comes out. I guess, like, it got pushed to next year now, which mm-hmm. I'm, like, are you kidding me? Good for the author, because I think it's getting traditionally published. Um, It just was, like... I'm sucked in and I'm here and I'm I'm just reading there's a fast read too I think it was pretty short so I included that that's by Lila Sage and then the other one I included was Happy Place by Emily Henry I just love Emily Henry's books and she does an amazing job with her characters and I don't know when a funny story comes out but like I'm very very excited I love the premise have you do you know the premise for that one is no I know I've read it but like I don't remember what it is I think as long as my memory serves me correctly it's like this guy like, and girl they're, they're fake dating. significant others no they're significant others oh. cheat on each other or cheat on them with each other so it's like this couple and this couple these two people are cheating on their other people and then they like end up moving in together for whatever reason i don't know i'm sure there's a reason but, like they become roommates the people that were cheated on okay and then you know who knows what happens <laughs> so okay i'm interested i think it'll be funny do you know the publication date for that I do not. I'll tell you until next year. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Um, those were the only two I had. I only had one. I just feel like I've given a lot of four stars recently, but like even though Done and Dusted was still four stars, it just like it just sticks out a little bit more. Was crack. Yeah. And so, I think cover design's cute too. Not that I have a physical copy of the book. I read it on Kindle Unlimited, but I enjoyed it a lot. And it was my first cowboy romance. So I've been I thinking about if I, I should dive into some other cowboy I romances. That I, I mean, I wanted to stick with, like, an author I had read before, like I said, Reckless, with what I'm doing now, but I actually have Reckless already, like, in my Kindle library, I'm pretty sure, too, and it was also, like, that one's longer, I think, so I just wanted, like, to, actually, the one I'm reading now is, like, 400-something pages, so Dang. we'll see, we'll see, but I will let you pick the next category you want to dive into. Okay, next category I have stuff for is podcasts, so um i've i think i've talked about this before on the podcast certainly on our youtube channel my absolute favorite podcast right now is buried bones hosted by uh paul holes and what's the girl's name kate winkler dawson kate i was like i should know her name because she says it you know every week kate winkler dawson basically the premise is paul's is a like was a cold case investigator he's now retired and then kate winkler dawson is like a journalist author studies a lot of historical true crime and so each week she presents him a historical true i could like say recite yeah. <laughs> i'm like you sound like you're just <laughs> the, each week we present a new cold case a new or a historical or, true crime 
well and then we investigate it through a 21st century lens with like modern forensic techniques whatever anyway then like she'll say it and then paul will kind of talk through like what he would do if he was investigating the case and like try and determine different details and like see if kate has those details that like then the investigators were looking at during the time and then see how that plays into the case and then like sometimes it's like solved and they think like oh like i don't know if this person did it sometimes i'll say oh like this person probably did it but like they didn't have enough evidence even though they were still charged i just think it's so interesting and i love it i love their chemistry and they're like talking back and forth um and so every wednesday and when it comes out i'm just like hooked can't wait i go to my morning workout and i'm playing it either during my workout or when i go in the hot tub or on the car ride to work like the first episode will be consumed before 8 a.m <laughs> um in terms of podcasts, I actually have not really been, other than, like, I do listen to most of the Barry Bones episodes now, I'm not really in my, like, podcast era. I have I'm been. I'm, like, exclusively in my podcast when era right now. I'm in my Jonas Brothers listening to their music That's true. Era. We'll come back. We'll circle back. Yeah. Um, I had been doing a lot of driving for work, like, maybe a month or two ago, where I was, like, getting so sick of music that, like, I was listening to more podcasts, or I, like, had an audiobook here and there. Um... Usually it was Dateline, and, like, I'll still go and listen to Dateline, but I just haven't been as much recently. And so, but what I have been, the most closely related thing to podcasts is, like, my TikTok for you page. There's two podcasts that, like, I I don't listen to the podcast, but, like, I watch every single one of their short clips that, like, pop up for me. Um, so I was going to shout them out. So let me, let me go to my notes. So one of the podcast is called relatables i do not know the guys names but usually they're just talking about like i feel like it's similar ish vibes to us like they're usually just talking about whatever the heck they want to talk about it seems and it interests me enough to then watch the full thing through and then it keeps showing up on my for you page and then the other one is jamo and dylan and these are the guys who do the who's punching on mm. TikTok, I do not know what the rest of their podcast is about. I have no idea. And also, if you're listening on audio and you can't see the pictures, like, right. that's got to be interesting. So I was just, like, watching the clips and coming up with my own. We talked about the Who's Punching, like, last week, I think. Um, but I'll watch all of those, too. So podcast-wise, those are my shout-outs. I have a couple other podcasts I mostly do, like, a lot of true crime podcasts, so that's what most of these are. Um, My Favorite Murder, they have mini-sodes that come out on Mondays and then full episodes that come out on Thursdays. Dateline, they kind of, like, upload randomly. Whenever. Like, it's, like, sometimes I'll, like, go and be like, oh, Dateline uploaded. It's, like, a Wednesday, and then I'll be like, oh, it's Friday, and they upload it again. And they go, like, a week without uploading. So, I don't know what their schedule is, um, but I do listen to them. It's basically, it's literally just the episodes uploaded, and you just get the audio. But surprisingly, like, it it's works fine. well. Yeah. Which honestly, I think the reason for that is because if you actually watch like, like the forensic files or Dateline, it's always B-roll yeah. or like the interview clips. So it doesn't really matter that much. Um, True Crime with Kendall Ray. That's podcast, but then also her YouTube channel. I feel like I've mostly been doing the podcast though. I feel like I keep like neglecting her YouTube videos. So I honestly like should. I know she doesn't upload like video and like no. podcast at the same time. I don't know though. what her schedule I is. I wish she would. Because, like, sometimes I feel like she uploads, like, a really old video as a podcast. And then sometimes it's, like, new video, new podcast, and it's the same thing. So, I don't know exactly what it is. I feel like that's what she should do. I think so, too. And then just, like, backlog, upload old ones other days. Yeah. But 
I've been doing the podcast, I think, more than her videos lately. Because it's, like, the same premise in, like, if you watch the YouTube video, like, she'll show, like, pictures sometimes and stuff. But it's mostly just her talking to the camera. And so it's fine to listen just as a podcast. It's so funny because, like, 99% of the time, I do not listen to podcasts such as, like, what we do. Where it's just, like, Mm -hmm. forget about whatever. Just, like, entertain me, make me laugh. Every once in a while, when I do that, it's usually what we said. But... I honestly, again, like I said, I haven't really been listening to a whole lot of podcasts, so. Uh, and then one more. This is, like, one that I don't listen to all the time, but usually I'll go if I, like, go to, like, Kendall Ray's thing, and there's, like, not new, and I'll see if Mile Higher has uploaded. Um, that's her podcast with her husband. Those episodes are usually so freaking long. They're, like, two hours. Um, and it's, like, a mix of true crime. She's got, like, three podcasts then. Sci-fi. I know one is, like, just her videos re-uploaded, but, like, she's got her and her cousin also do a podcast yeah and i think her husband josh has like a couple of podcasts they got, too. like a whole studio um yeah i'll i kind of pick and choose if i do like a mile higher one if the episode sounds interesting then i might do it otherwise i'm like no i'll skip but those are my podcasts kind of like you were saying i don't also do like a lot of lifestyle podcasts um i think i just like listening to a story although like here's the thing though i have listened to like i've re-listened to like our episodes occasionally because I just think we're that interesting. I don't know. I don't know why. Like in the car? No, like most recently it was probably like on the plane. I feel like we had just uploaded like a good episode and I wanted to like we're relive like, I need to, to relive. It. So I did that. I can't complain. Can't complain. Next category I had was shows. I feel like we have not been watching a lot of shows, but what did make my list was Only Murders in the Building, technically. I have that one. I think that show was, like, just good enough to watch, though. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely not as invested as I had been, like, the first season. I don't know how to describe season. it. Where, like, the show almost seems like it's not a real show. Like, it's kind of, like, all satirical. The creation of the show, even, is satirical. And the actors, like... Like, they're, they're all, all in on one big, big joke. <laughs> they're all just big-name people. Like, I don't know how to describe it. the show. Like, it's not... For whatever reason, it's, like, not the same as, like, any other show where they're like solving mysteries or something i don't know why it feels so different but it does i also but i still watch it monk we have kind of now started our third official rewatch if you want to call it that um and by that we mean like starting from the beginning and watching because trust me we have seen the show more than three times yeah but we're kind of going in order now someone tell me if i'm going crazy or not but we have um, a Fire TV. That's what we use. And I sw- and Monk is on Prime Video. And I swear now, it has it separated out into, like, each season is its own thing on Prime Video. And it's really frustrating as a watcher to then have it just, like, I just feel like I'm clicking so many more boxes for it to just play an episode. And it's annoying me. I had football included in this because... Okay, fair enough. Um, I... Like you said, we haven't been watching a ton of shows. I was trying to think of, like, what has been added to Netflix recently? Like, what, what is on there? Suits. I tried, I played and watched absolutely 0% of the first episode. Because I was like, I'll put it on the background and maybe I'll, I'll peek over and it'll keep my attention when I was editing a video. But then I was just editing a video. You only, you realize when you are editing a video, it's always, it always sounds like a good idea of like, oh, I'll put this movie or tv show on while i'm editing it's more just a timer and then you're like it's more to oh, just not feel alone. well i guess to edit the video i have to actually watch it <laughs> um 
I did that with uh, National Treasure the other day. I didn't watch the whole movie. I didn't really watch any of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's for the vibes, you know? Um, I didn't have any other things. We got about football a little bit. So we had, again, college football starting. Iowa had their first game. We won. We have a new quarterback this year. His name's Cade McNamara. He's a transfer from Michigan. And he, he did an injury last year. Been rehabbing it. And then he kind of had, like, a minor injury during one of the, like, like summer practices day. or whatever it was. Um, but we figured, like, I think everyone kind of was like, he'll be fine to start. And he did start yesterday. But they took him out towards the end of the game, which, like, we really don't. Iowa doesn't usually do that a whole lot. Like, you're either in or you're out, I feel like. So it's kind of interesting. I just feel like Iowa football as a whole is taking a slightly different approach than they usually do, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of refreshing as a fan. And I also just think, I mean, I don't know the extent of whatever his injury was. I think he has, like, a history of a quad injury, and it got re-aggravated a couple weeks ago at camp, and, like, he was fine to start, but I could tell that they were definitely, like, only doing plays that were, like, going to be for sure safe for him. Like, he's either backing up and throwing or, like, tanning it off. Tanning off. Like, obviously, he got, like, hit a couple times. Like, it's football. It's kind of inevitable. But, like, I think they're just really trying to avoid that as much as possible. No doing any QB sneaks or anything. He like, did have really one just, run play where I was like, don't do that. That he ran? He ran, and then he kind of had to, like, he slid a little bit, but it was still just wasn't my favorite thing. I was like, if you're if you're kind of hurt, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but, yeah, definitely pleased to start. We started really strong, and then I kind of just, like, petered out into, like, typical Iowa yeah. football. Then it was kind of, like, not super entertaining to watch, like, 80% of the game <laughs> is, like, between. the first 20%. Great. We got two touchdowns on the first two drives, like, for our offense, which, like, never happens. Especially they last year. Had, they had a stat that said this was the first time that Iowa had a touchdown, touchdown on the first drive, drive since, since 1991. Isn't that insane? Maybe at home. I don't know. Like, there might have been other... You know, sometimes for, like, football, they have, like, this stats really niche stat where it's, like, since 1972, and it's, like, or well... Like, of the last 20 seasons, and it's, like, so then of not the last 20 seasons. Yeah. There's more. So, I honestly, like, since football started yesterday, actually, it technically started, like, there had been a couple of games earlier in the week, but, like, primarily started yesterday. Um, I'll usually, like, just click around to, like, different games that are on, like, and figure out whatever ones I want to watch. So, I watched a little bit of the Indiana versus Ohio State game, watched a little bit of um, Penn State, and they played... I don't recall. Eastern Carolina. I might I may be making that up. I don't know. Um, but I like to, mostly I like to watch Big Ten because I'm like, who, what are we, we going like? up against? Um, so I'm very happy we started. I should actually see if rankings change at all. You know what was interesting um, today? Not that this is like <laughs> news to anyone because like obviously people that play in the NFL did at one point play in college. But I was just randomly looking at stuff. Um, I think it's related to like when the wave first started because we were at the very our first game freshman year was the very first game that iowa did the wave and we were playing wyoming for that game and so when i was looking at stuff for that people were like oh i was there and like i watched josh allen and like the wyoming whatever they're called playing iowa and i was like cowboys yeah sure and so i was like oh i've seen josh allen play then because i was at that game so that's all i just thought i would share did you find the ranking um, I'm trying to see if it's out yet. We were ranked 
25. We just made it in. Um, I don't what know I, if we'll what go I really wanted that. to watch. Like maybe 24, 23. Yeah. What I really wanted to watch is the Iowa State game because I wanted to see what they looked like. But their games are always on ESPN+. Plus. Like why are they never on TV if they're not playing like another team in the Big 12? It always frustrates me. Um, nonetheless, let's see. I don't know if they've released the new one yet or not. Because this all looks the same. Okay, what's your maybe next they, category? Maybe they release it at 3 o'clock Central Time. Because that's what it is right now. Okay, what's your next category of favorites? I have a brief clothing category. A lot of my categories are brief. Music, clothing, food, and that's, that's it. mine as well. I feel like we have like the same remaining list. Actually, not for clothing. Um, I had three things for clothing. Okay, so one are these pants that I'm wearing right now. They're from Target. They're from the Stars Above collection. And they've got a fray already. I know. That might I be think, from, is that from Vegas. <laughs> caught in his teeth on it or something. They are called the Perfectly Cozy Wide Leg Pants. And they are perfectly cozy. They're perfect for wearing like in the summer and the warm weather. Um, where it's like cold in your house, but like you want to like put some thick yeah. pants on. Yeah. And so like I'll even like sleep in these, which normally I don't sleep in pants, I feel like. So just breezy, comfortable, cute. We'll see how long this lasts, but Vegas is now in Sierra's lap to see if... I actually don't know if you can see him that well, but we're just trying yeah. to get him to stop crying and whining. You could hold him up a little bit so they can get a cute little there shot of your face. Oh, <laughs> he's so Such cute. Such a cutie. Um, yeah, my clothing thing that I wanted to shout out was... Well, a few, obviously. Dippin' Daisies. I feel like swimwear-wise... Swimmer wise, they're kind of my new go to. And I know summer's coming to a close, but obviously, if you're traveling, going on trips, I have been just like in the search of like what's a good, consistent place that's also not like sketchy and weird that's gonna go out of business like next year. And they have good quality suits. I've got three of them, and I would recommend. And they're like, they're not cheap, cheap, but they are good quality and reasonable. And usually, you can find like a sale. And this is going really well. <laughs> if you're watching the video version right now, don't mind me trying to juggle my dog. Um, next favorite for clothing that Where I had going? <laughs> was um, a VS pink tank top. It's uh, this ribbed <laughs> shelf bra tank top. And I've been wearing it, I feel like, a lot for recent vlogs and stuff. It's just a nice, easy thing to throw on It's kind of the same purpose as like, my, like the airy cami tank tops things yeah. that we have like they're just simple easy i feel like and i also because i'm someone who like your airy tank top i would not wear with jean shorts because to me it's that is like yeah more athletic wear even though it's marketed as loungewear like they're both marketed as loungewear but the vs pink top is ribbed which i feel like you can justify okay. wearing jean shorts going? with so you can wear it with jean shorts you can wear it with sportswear shorts which usually Sierra doesn't say that about a lot of things. Right. My other thing is I got to give a shout out to the Abercrombie Dad short. They're the only shorts I'm wearing at this point. And so I probably should get another pair because I honestly am just wearing that one pair. I'll wash them and then I'll wear them again. So do you have any other clothing ones or should I do my? Um, I guess my last one was kind of a generic. Plain, plain tanks, as you can see. Um... I had my <laughs> book bag tote. You're it's ruining not really the podcast, clothing. buddy. 
It's not really clothing, but I included that because I didn't know where else to put it. Okay, cup. I had literally two more categories. And then we'll need to probably finish the episode up because... Might be a little bit shorter. Someone's getting a little anxious. Yeah. Which, we're going to figure this out with how we can make sure episodes are not going to be short. But, you know, give us a little bit of a break for our first one back. Uh, music. We talked about the Jonas Brothers. So we are going to the Jonas Brothers concert in Houston in October. And it's five That was one of our, we talked about earlier, how we had things that we were like, oh, we need some help to figure out. That was one of those things. So is five albums, one night. And Megan and I are very well-versed with their two most recent albums. However, when everyone else is like... We kind of only know the hits from the other three. Yeah. So we have to go back and like reacquaint ourselves with the other three albums because we're not about to show up paying all that money and not be able to sing to like half the songs so i made a little playlist of my own i called it need to learn because i need to learn the songs and i put in all the songs of theirs that i am not familiar with and like it's not fun at first to listen to songs that you don't like but i just force myself on my drive to and from work or elsewhere or at the gym i just i hit play and after a while like obviously i couldn't sing along to them at first but after a while like you kind of start saying like oh like i know how this song goes a little bit and and or you can look up lyrics like i did a little bit of that as well so there were some specific ones that i thought were worth shouting out that i'm kind of like this was this is i was missing out on on this one a little bit um i think i had black keys that's been like one of my more recent favorite ones sorry still in love with you shelf I had Australia, I've been liking that one. Hey Baby and Much Better are some of the ones I had written down. So So I'm like, okay, old Jonas Brothers. Getting to know most of the songs, at least like little bits and pieces from all of them. Um, And then I also, for music wise, I had written down that I was a a hater. Not really a hater, but I did not like Bad Idea Right when it first came out and I first heard it. But it's growing on me. And... I just feel like I'm kind of like a lot of the song now. I feel like I'm kind of like, oh, like this part's coming up. I kind of like this is a catchy, fun part of the song. And then you're like, oh, the whole song. And then I'm starting to kind of feel that way about the whole song. So it's definitely different. Um, Her, it comes out in a few days. So I was just going to say, next week, right? Yeah, like on probably Thursday, Friday at midnight, whatever. Thursday at midnight? Well, it's like, it'd be. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Thursday, like you think about it's Thursday. It becomes midnight, so then, then therefore it's Friday. But it's usually eleven for us, I guess technically. True. Often. Oftentimes. Oftentimes they release at midnight Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like my music has pretty much only been like the Need to Learn album, or mm-hmm. I've been doing podcasts because yeah, I'm like I'm trying to learn these songs before we go. And speaking of Jonas Brothers stuff, have you guys seen all of like the Jonas Brothers drama going on with like a their Minnesota State Fair? thing as they were marketing that for like the uh five albums one night tour and also just like randomly people are like oh like joe jonas and sophie turner are getting divorced um at the time of this recording i do not believe that they are actually getting divorced um to me it just seems like with the social media stuff that's been posted recently they seem to be in good spirits yeah so that's my take though i'll probably like by the time this video gets or the podcast gets out there be like oh confirmed we're like separating um, and then I'll eat my words, which I'd be so sad. I like them as a couple together. Me too. Um, and then like the Minnesota State Fair thing was just basically how they weren't actually doing their full like five album, five albums one night show because it's a state fair and, and you not can't really, like the really do same that. Same runtime. Not the same venue either. 
not that I really have any major opinion on that. It would suck to like pay the same amount for a concert that was less time and less songs. Yeah. So I could see where people would be annoyed with that. But I think they added another Minnesota show now. I didn't really look into that. I just heard that they did so that. So we just spent a bunch of money that we... We'd, I don't know when it no, is. No, there though. already was another Minnesota show, actually, I think. Really? I think so. Hmm. I think they had a St. Paul show. And then I don't know. Um, Our last one, food. I had a shout-out to the chocolate croissants at Trader Joe's because those are the only thing I can find locally and nearby that aside from a local starbucks <laughs> aside from the starbucks um that like i can buy in bulk and like make myself to save some money from going to starbucks and then what was my other the brown butter cookies yes um if you want the recipe the tiktok account is broma bakery but it's just like a chocolate chip cookie recipe and it tastes so good so it's basically just like the normal chocolate chip cookie ingredients you have to brown the butter on the stove and then let that cool and then you add all your other ingredients in and like i don't know what it is about those cookies it is so good very good we even brought them to our grandma's house one time and like our uncle and our cousin were there and like they were hit so So, probably need to make a batch of those soon they're actually like pretty easy too like i thought that the browning of the butter would be annoying uh but it's not you just plop it in let it do its thing it just takes time and then word to the wise because we've made this a couple times and it's been really runny compared to the actual tiktok video it's like you just roll it up into the ball and it looks like it'd be easy but then we've made it and it's been like literally stuck to my hands gooey gooey runny and you think that the issue that we've had is that we haven't let the brown butter cool as much as it's supposed to so next time we make them we're going to try and see if we can let the brown butter cool before we mix everything in and hopefully things will be less runny we can mold them into the little cookie dough balls a little bit better um and yeah we're gonna end the episode yeah. i think it has been close-ish to full time but it's time for vegas to be attended to a little bit better than we can do at the moment <laughs> <laughs> as you're about to fall off the couch okay. okay uh we will see you guys next thursday bye, bye.